What's up, you guys? This is Phoenix. Welcome back to another episode of Rise Game Podcast. On this week's episode, I got the homie Giuliano Dog coming in. Uh, he's an artist from you know here in the city, and he's been killing it lately. Um, just someone I've been wanting to talk to for a long time and hear his story. Um, you know, I, I feel like he's definitely you know a great person. All the conversations we've had, and uh, again, I respect you know his artistry, man. He's definitely a, one of the great artists here that we have here in the city, and can't wait to talk to him. But before we get into that, I do want to talk to you guys and thank you guys, man, for all the feedback and support uh, from the episode with Neek Robinson, man. I, I definitely loved that episode. It was just fun catching up with a you know a good friend and. Um, hopefully you guys took away, you know, some big talking points and, um, you know, hopefully that inspired you as well, man. He's a great guy and definitely has a great story. So, um, you know, it's just really cool to, uh, hear your guys' feedback as well. Uh, on top of that, man, we've been, uh, the shop's been open now, um, for about a week and, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's also been interesting too, because obviously we're still trying to stay safe. Um, you know, we're all wearing masks, uh, you know, just trying to, it's a little different, but at the same time, it's just nice to get back out there and have that side of, you know, what I do um, kind of available. So it's really cool to see people again and um, to sell some things and buy new things. So um, just shout out to you guys for coming through and supporting as always. And um, just remember that, man, uh, if you guys are in whatever city you're listening to this in and uh, go, you know, whether it's a restaurant um, you know, choose like your local mom and pa restaurant over maybe like a McDonald's, you know, because that's going to affect, you know, more people than you going to get the Big Mac over at McDonald's. And same thing, it goes with some of these other places. If, if you do have some shops open, you know, go stop out, obviously stay safe, wear a mask, all that. But um, just go and maybe support and, uh, you know, cop a couple things. And, you know, it goes a long way. You know, people don't see it sometimes with small businesses, but man, that, that 20 bucks you spend could mean, you know, a light bill paid at the, at the shop or like things like that. You never know. So just go, you know, I always stress support local. So, um, but getting into today's episode, like I said, man, we got Giuliano doc, can't wait to talk with him. So man, let's just get into it. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Rise Again Podcast. Got the homie Giuliano doc here in the building, man. Say what's up to the people. Yeah, what's good, everybody, man. You no, know, it's your boy Trapper Julie, man, is checking in. Hey, appreciate you for coming on, man. I've been wanting to talk with you for a while and, uh, you know, we met we met a while back, and uh, just you know, conversations we had, you know, throughout this time, it's definitely uh, been wanting to uh, for me to have you on, man, and hear your story. So, kind of getting started, man. Why don't you tell the people about yourself? You know, my name is Giuliano Dot, aka Trapper Julie. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, West Side specifically. You know what I'm saying? You know, and shit, man. I love I love music, man. I love to make it. I love what it does to the People, you know what I mean? I just love all of what music embodies. So that's me. Like, I love music. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, it's definitely, uh, first of all, you can see it in your artistry. And, like, I, I want to talk to you about that in a little bit. But mm -hmm. um, growing up, man, like, what was kind of the, you know, what was kind of your thing, man? Were you always into music? Were you always into, like, rapping? Or when did that kind of start? Uh, Yeah, I've always been into music. Because, like, a lot of people in my family do music okay. whether they perform or write or yeah. whatever the case so um yeah just seeing my family do it of course it made me want to do it but uh they weren't really like trying to let me in at first yeah. you know i wasn't that great not <laughs> gonna lie because i started making beats first okay. that's how i first started and like i couldn't get nobody to rap over my, my beats mm -hmm. so i was like all right y'all gonna rap over my shit that's cool i'll rap over my own shit yeah more or less. So from doing that and making my own beats and 
like I used to record off of like a cell phone mic <laughs> into my PC type wow. shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just you know going through that and you know and really building what I fucked with musically. That's what really got me really into it. You know, like. Cause motherfuckers wasn't giving me no type of chances. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck that!" And so I was, it's like you're gonna make your own chances. I'm gonna make this mean? shit happen for me. That's true. Um, when was the the kind of the moment? Uh, you know, if you started with like the cell phone, you know, putting on the mm-hmm. PC and everything. When was the moment that you decided like I want to take this like for real and like start to take it kind of serious and um, you know kind of start that career? Um, I don't really know if I had like a moment. I feel like I've always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've always known that since yeah. I was a little kid but one specific moment that i could th- think of that made me really start taking it serious was in eighth grade i did a talent show okay and i made the beat on a keyboard right yeah and i played the beat from the keyboard through a microphone yeah. and performed the song right <laughs> and i wrote the song about this chick that i was trying to talk to yeah. at the time and she clowned me in front of everybody right <laughs> but i won the talent show yeah so i was like he said okay all right, cool. I got something, you yeah. know. People fuck with whatever the fuck this is at like right now. Yeah. I just got to keep, you know, fine tuning this motherfucker. Damn, and that's that's crazy. And you, uh, so that's I mean that's early stage presence too for you too. You oh know, like, man, you know, on stage, how was that that first when? Because I mean that's the uh, recording over the beat and stuff. I don't know why my my mind just I just was watching it. But you remember the uh, the VMA performance with Kanye with the runaway when he's on the beat and no, stuff. Like, I'm like I, I get that feeling. Yeah, you know? like it was like <laughs> I was in there. Yeah. How to make it happen, man? Oh, that's true. And uh, and so in high school, were you? Did you continue that? Were you into like uh, performing and like you know trying to do those things? Or um, what kind of happened going in there? Well, I was, I ran track for a long time, okay. and I did martial arts too. So I was always like in front of people mm-hmm. doing things, performing. You know, whether it was rap, rap, uh, rapping or doing a sport, I was always in front of yeah. people. So. Um, yeah, man. Uh... Oh, that's true. I think uh, I think it's good to have that. I'm sure, and uh, I feel like a lot of artists I've talked with like have that either sports background or like that that performing background. I feel mm-hmm. like it helps you, you know, kind of overall. Um, I wanted to get into you know one of your most popular tapes. You know, when looking at Double Dragon, um, was that kind of? I know you had a tape before that. When, when yeah. was the official, I guess I should ask first, when was the official start when you made, like, your first tape or dropped your first single? When, oh, what time was that around? Well, I mean, see, the, the, the whole SHMG thing really is in two stages. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started at SHMG, um, it was kind of like a, like a collective. Mm-hmm. It was me and, like, five other artists. Mm-hmm. So I dropped mixtapes with them as well, okay. like, at least two or three. Yeah. Um, then, you know, we kind of went our separate ways and then I became like a solo mm-hmm. artist, which is where I got, I think I dropped two mixtapes during that time frame, which, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but out of those two were some dope songs that came from it. So I was like, all right, I can really do this solo shit if I just yeah. really like map it out better. Cause this is just all over the place. It's just crazy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I dropped Perseverance. That was 2000. 16 I mm-hmm. believe yeah 2016 that's when I started that's when I seen it like I seen the people start to like really gravitate towards yeah. what I was doing a whole lot more you know like I really like put a lot into my music at that point mm-hmm. like I, I was definitely doing it before and I did a lot of big shit with the group before yeah. this time frame now like open up for big artists I've been doing that for like a long time yeah 
you know it's just been it's been in separate stages which has been which has been dope because it, yeah. it's hard to fall off and bounce back like, it is you yeah. fall off here you're cooked yeah like, ain't no bouncing back because there's always somebody else is gonna come up and do what you're doing yeah so to be able to do it and then fall off and then build it back up again and bounce back you know it you know no that's the truth kind of means something no it does and it shows uh I've always been big on that, man, like, especially, like, when a lot of, it seems like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like, groups here, because maybe, like, and maybe you can elaborate on it, but because, like, maybe we're a smaller city, you know, so mm -hmm. when you see somebody have the same kind of passion or eye, like, for what you're doing, you kind of maybe gravitate towards them, you kind of cook together, you, you right. know, work together, write, you know, all that stuff, but to, you know, go do it solo, I'm sure, like, at that point, you're like, man, like, it's kind of like starting a little bit like from ground, you know, the ground floor and you got to kind of build yourself back up. Oh, for sure. Like being a part of SHG when it was the collective was a blessing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean, those are, those are my dogs still. Yeah. Know what I mean, like we still talk, you know, we still do music together. Mm -hmm. Like those are my niggas. Yeah. Like ain't nothing ever going to change that. You know what I'm saying? But like being able to do that as a collective and still do what we were doing and then, you know, that kind of falling off, but still having the SHMG name, mm -hmm. you know, like I, we built that enough to get together mm -hmm. that on my solo shit, it still gave me a chance yeah. for people to tap in with my shit still, you know, cause that, that, that brand was already built. Yeah. So I, f I feel like that was, you know, that was probably the best move I ever made was, well, we ever made as a collective was the SHMG imprint and stamping on everything. Because yeah. no matter what I do, people that fuck with SHMG are going to tap in. Yeah, exactly. And you build that kind of the brand name and seal. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a big thing, too. And um, a lot of things with music and just overall, it's like you got to build that brand, especially with artists, though. I feel like, you know, people can have like really, you know, just dope bars they spit. You know what I mean? And um if you don't have sometimes that business side of it, if you're mm -hmm. really trying to make it, like, you know, I feel like it's good to have that, like, when you, you know, you have a brand name or people just know, like, when they hear your name, they're like, okay, like, mm -hmm. that's that's who they are, that's what they're about. Yeah, it's definitely important to build the brand, for sure, like, I cannot say that more, like, yeah. build your brand, build your brand, because your brand will last forever, no matter what you do, like, yeah. you could totally fall off, but as long as your brand is alive, you can always reinvent your brand. Yeah, for sure. Keep your brand alive, man. Yeah. And then getting into, uh, so you dropped Perseverance, you know, on that tape yeah. in 2016. Then we yeah. look into, you know, Double Dragon. Mm -hmm. I've always been curious about that tape because, like, from the music video with Leisure Suit Larry, mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about that track in a second, but uh, are you into video games? Or, like, what, what was um, kind of the process of, like, you know, because every single track is named off of a video game. Right, and see, look, man, you're paying attention, <laughs> man, that's dope. Um, I'm really into video games. Yeah. Like, that's what really kept me like uh, it kept me uh, it kept me afloat when mm -hmm. when you know things weren't really you know working the way they were supposed to yeah. when I was a kid like stay out the way like it really helped me stay really to myself because yeah. I didn't really need to like be around a lot of bad influences yeah. that were like uh, around me like mm -hmm. of course it's hard to like escape those but video games during my childhood it helped you know what I'm saying so like the double Dragon Project, like, um, really, it first started Bags. We were we did a show in Minneapolis, and Bags had just moved back to Des Moines. Okay. Um, and uh, we had just recorded John Madden, I want to say, like, a week before it, because okay. we weren't even going to do, like, a Double Dragon Project. Like, that wasn't yeah. even a thing. So we 
perform John Madden for the first time and this shit goes crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> goes crazy, right? So talking to him and he was like, shit, bro. It should just be me and you, bro. We should do a pride together, dog. Cross this double dragon, no vows. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, yeah. But that's it, bro. Yeah. That's, like, that has to happen. Like, that's too easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then how it all came about with him just saying that. Like, it. It's crazy. It, it, instant spark. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah. We, we can make that work. Because even outside of the tape itself, like, we are the yeah. dragons. You know yeah, what that's mean? true. Like, it's like it's two different meanings, and I always love exactly. it. I like reading, you know, like I'm really into like, you know, the reasoning behind names of like either artists or like tapes mm-hmm. or like everything. And um, I, I feel the same way, man, about video games. Like, you know, I still, I mean, I of course got the PS4, but I got that little like, man, you know, I seen that shit when I first seen that. I seen the Game Boy over there too. That's a Tommy Game Boy. I'm already peeping, bro. I'm already here. But it's a, you know, video games, man, is a special place in my heart, man. Whether it was connecting with you know some of the homies. Um, but on top of that, that personal side, man, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I connect with you on that because, like, when there's a lot of shit going around, man, if I just had my controller, a little TV, a little 19-inch TV, man, like, it was, uh, Look, you man. know, it, it brings you into the side where, like, you're not even paying attention to what's going on. I'm man. loving the quarantine. Yeah. I can sit in the right? crib and shoot y'all in the face all day. Oh, like, people are complaining, man. Pause. I'm like, bro, I just get to, <laughs> I was like, I just get to play some video games, bro. I just no, get God, bro, this shit cool with me. Oh, yeah, I'm safe, sure. but. Um, speaking on the track from that tape, uh, mm-hmm. the Leisure Suit Larry. First of all, the video, man. Yo, yes, sir. Man, I don't know who's who edited that, but like, man, they they killed yeah, it. Yeah, man. But, shout out to Connor, man. He, yeah, bro. You know, he did his thing on that. Oh yeah, but um, that that seemed like you know one of one of those tracks that took off. Um, me personally, that was one of the first tracks I heard from you. Was uh, Leisure Suit Larry? I don't know how. Mm-hmm. It's weird, like, kind of, like, especially, like, just in the city and shit, but, like, it's weird how, like, people, like, hear people, I and mean, we were talking about that off off the air and stuff, but mm-hmm. I heard that track, and, like, I started, you know, tuning in. Um, if somebody, you know, hadn't heard of you, and you were trying to explain, like, who Giuliano is, you know, what, what track or what, you know, what project would you kind of tune them into? Okay, so, um, I can give you two answers, mm-hmm. right? Me, personally... I say uh, ventilation off of perseverance. Perseverance is just a good like look of what uh, like what I really am as a mm-hmm. artist. Double Dragon for me was just fun. Like I just really wanted to like I don't know not not like make a point, but be like you know I, I can make this type of shit yeah. too. Like I you can do both. this. Can yeah, do yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, I'm not just a lyrical miracle rapper. Yeah. Just like you know, real life. Like hardcore rapper, that's mm-hmm. not all I am. I can also do this shit over here too. So perseverance, I feel like that's a good way to start to get to know me. And ventilation is a song that I feel like embodies me mm-hmm. the most. But if you ask the people, they're gonna say Trap of Julie. Um, that's my baby. Like yeah. that was the song that really. That song really just started a whole lot of shit. Like I didn't name myself Trap of Julie. That's yeah. not what happened. Like I made the song, yeah. and then they started <laughs> to call me that. You know what I'm saying? So. um yeah, man, Trap of Julia. I made that beat too. I made that beat, recorded yeah. song myself. Well, I recorded myself the first time. Yeah. I got it re recorded for the official yeah. re- release, you know. But uh, yeah, me personally, Ventilation. And if if you ask the people, they're going to say either John Biden, Trap of Julia, mm-hmm. or Lear Sue Larry. Those are the ones I feel like people are going to be like, yeah, those are the. It's got to be nice to have like. You know, one like the people's opinion, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's always interesting too. Is like people 
it may have like one perspective of like you know hey you got to listen to this track versus like mm-hmm. the artist perspective of like this is where i feel like my work and my body of work is like you know shown the best you know what i mean like i, I feel like that's very interesting yeah for sure man i like uh because like at a certain point you got to make music that people want to hear without compromising yourself as a person because what you put in your music of course some people exaggerate things and they they may like make it sound better than what it really is but Mm. that kind of embodies who you are like if i never met you what i hear from you is what i think of you Mm -hmm. when i see you now when I meet you, I can, you know, determine if that's, you know, what I fuck with or not. But like, that's really, so I try to make sure that my music is me. Like if you meet me, then you, and you hear my shit. Then they're like, okay. That shit lines up. Yeah. And I feel like that's the truth. I feel like a lot of times, you know, just to be real and you're like, I'm, I've always been a big fan of like lyricism and like, Mm -hmm. you know, especially like, I don't know. I've always been to like conscious rap shit like that. Right. So, um, I feel like when, you know, artists speak their truth within their lyrics. Like, you still have fun. You know what I mean? Like, of course, man, who doesn't love fun, you know, fun tracks or, like, just tracks about, you know, different things. But um, I feel like that that part shows, like, you know, how good of an MC you are. But when you get into, like, really talking about, like, what you're about, um, I feel like, like you said, I feel like that can uh, really, someone meets you and uh, can connect with people. I think that's Exactly. Yeah, because, like, like you said, you've seen Double Dragon, you've seen the track list, you automatically assume I fucking feel good. I mean, you haven't said anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, and that's what that's what I want to put together for all of my projects. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting a piece of me and everything that that you get. You yeah. know, and hopefully, you know, um, when you see me or meet me, I embody that. Yeah. So that's true. And you know, speaking of connecting, um, you know, you talked about performing. You've been performing for a long time. Yeah. You know, from from the eighth grade talent show days to now, man. man. Um, what are some of your favorite memories? You know, from performing on stage. Um. I don't know, man. There's a lot of them, honestly. But there was one that really like that that like stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we performed for Travis Porter. Okay. Damn, and Travis like Porter. Travis Porter. Damn. You know what okay. I'm saying? You, and so like doing this for a minute. For a minute, bro. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Like we opened up for Travis Porter, right? And like it wasn't like a super like sold out show, but it was like, I mean, it was like a nice size show, and Travis. Porter, like they were big they artists, top, yeah. but they weren't like like a Drake. Yeah, yeah. But they brought like two thousand people hey, to Valley yeah. Ballroom, right? Yep. So like, I don't know. I guess me seeing their type of fan base and seeing like real fans, because yeah. like we all have supporters. Yeah, people that fuck with us because they fuck with us. You mm-hmm. know, rather they fuck with what we're doing, they just fuck with us as people. Yeah, you know what I mean. But seeing like real fans, like p- people in the fans trying to jump over barricades yeah. and throwing bras on stage yeah. and shit, like <laughs> and performing for those fans and them being as receptive to us as they yeah. were for Travis Porter, it's like you realize there's a difference. You know, there there are people that c- come to shows that truly love music mm-hmm. and are going to a set whatever they hear that's dope coming from the stage. Yep. Those are the people that I want to be in front of, you know? Yeah. It's not about being in front of tens, tens of thousands of people because they don't want to see you being, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't want to see you. So, like, I don't know. It's like I learned a lot from that show. It was to pick or choose what I'd be in front of more wisely mm-hmm. because it does make a difference. No, it is. And especially, I'm sure, with, like, opening up artists, you know, the people are there for, a lot of the people are there for, like, that certain person. That, oh, you know 99%. I mean? Yeah. But if you can 
you know, tackle like, you know, a good 5% from that crowd, you have 5% new people, you have 5% new fan base. Um, but on top of that, like, it's got to be a dope feeling when you like, you know, like even the Travis Porter, you know, and even the, the smaller crowds where like, you know, you got to perform at uh, like the Culture Shock event, right? right? And like, we had like, you know, not that many people stuck around, unfortunately, but at the same time, the people that were there, like, man, like, with the show. yo, it was a dope night, even it was though, a good know, show. Was, man, like people came through and like, I feel like that's the dope thing. I feel like people should probably think of more. Like, of course, we want the tens of thousands, but you don't know who's really the real fans are just on their phones while you're performing. You know, and that's one thing about me, man. Like, I don't care if it's one person, fifty people, a thousand people, yep. a million people. If if I'm on stage, you're gonna get a good show. I, I don't care how many people in the crowd, cause you came to see me, and I appreciate you spending that money. And I saw that too. Like when I, you know, when I first, uh, you know, saw you perform. Mm-hmm. At uh, you know, with the culture shock, I, I feel like I saw you perform before that, but um, especially at the culture shock, you know, like there, there are some people who are like, you know, would see it out and be like, oh, there's not that many people, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna, but you gave it all like throughout the whole entire performance, man, to. to everything, and that's um, that's definitely you know, the the truth, man. Um, I wanted to also talk to you about you know, you, you mentioned uh, Stutter House Music Group, uh, SHMG, uh, you know, that started in the beginning, but now where is it at? What do you mean? So if you're looking at, like, you know, obviously it started off with, you know, you guys in the group. Like, Mm -hmm. um, is it still around today? Like, you consider Oh, yeah. Um, It's still a collective now, except now we we understand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we understand that as a collective, we also have to to be able to move as solo. Yeah. I mean, it's very important to put your own engine behind yourself. Like, you can't rely on him or him or him to get you going, like... We have to be able to move efficiently upon ourselves. So I think with us going through what we went through then and growing up and maturing and yeah. learning the business more and just learning more about ourselves, you know what I mean? We're able to come back and, you know, move forward. Like bags, you know, it's part yeah. of SHMG. Uh, my homie uh, Silly is part of SHMG. My homie Koala, my homie X. I do. Uh, I mean, we definitely got like artists on SHMG, but it's now it's all about, you know, pushing the brand and moving ourselves more efficiently rather than it is um, pushing us as a group. Yeah, and that's the truth. And the, the collectiveness, you know, I feel is a lot better than the group. Because I feel like a lot of times with groups, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, even if it's just small things, but it's, like, you know, ideas. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure, I mean, it's the same thing. You run in a group, but you think as, like, a solo. You know what I mean? So you got to think, obviously, if we're all, you know, trying to eat, try to do our thing, but you still like you know hope for the other best you know for the other people. Um, do you think you know is there a point where like you kind of want to make that into like a label or something where you could like sign people or like you know try to bring people on and show them because I I feel like you do have experience you know, with all the things you mentioned. So do you kind of want to take up maybe some younger artists under the wing. Oh, for sure. I'm. Uh, I've been. I've been testing the waters with like my managing skills. Mm-hmm. With some of the artists around here that I personally fuck with that are mm-hmm. y- younger, yeah, you know what I'm saying that I feel like are dope and got potential, and not not even like to do it just to be like, oh, I'm a part of what y'all are doing, yeah. but to do it like if I can shave a few years off of what you got going on, bro, to help you move forward faster, bro, then I feel like I'm obligated to do that, yeah. especially if I see that you have potential. Because when I was doing this shit, wasn't nobody doing that. Yeah. It was all it was hate. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it was all I got, got to be above you, and that's not. For a long time, that was my mentality because that was all that we were up around. The, yeah. Like the unity being shown now, even 
<laughs> as scarce as it is, <laughs> it's still ten times more yeah. than what it was five years ago. Yeah. So like, I don't know, man. Like, my next move is to start managing. Yeah. Artists, but I love. I feel like in order for me to do that from here, mm-hmm. I have to keep what I have for myself going because yeah. that's how I'm able to get in these doors. Like, there's nobody. Like speaking for me to get in these doors, mm-hmm. like it's me getting in these doors, yep. and it's through me doing shows and performances and teaching classes and things like that. I'm getting these doors, so I can't really totally step away from the music like I would probably want to. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I still enjoy making music. Yeah. It's still fun, you yeah. know. Like I enjoy everything about it. But my next, my tenure is definitely different than my tenure maybe ten yeah. years ago. And I mean, that's all about growth. You know what I mean? Oh, like, for you sure. gotta, I feel like if you're not growing, then, you know, you're just staying in place. It's the same thing when I always say, like, there's never a finish line. You know, you just keep going. Um, there's, once you cross the first one, you know, there's going to be another goal set and everything. And I think it is dope. And I, I think that's what I see the most here right now is I, I hope, you know, whatever, you know, all of you guys are doing, you know, you guys are learning all these things right now. Exactly. You're going to different things than the 15 year old kid that's in high school right now that, you know, sees you guys like, he's inspired and then he goes and then it just basically keeps on going and keeps on going right. and that's that's the the biggest thing i feel like yeah because all it takes is one all mm-hmm. it takes is one person to kick down the door no one here has really made it made it yeah. like we've had big producers mm-hmm. from here go far and we've had like rappers back when i was a kid mm-hmm. get far there yeah you know what i'm saying but no one really has like kicked down that door and been like i'm from iowa i embody Iowa, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, we're on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once that, I feel like that has to happen, mm-hmm. a lot of things, a lot of parts of the go on here gonna, like, almost go away. Yeah. It's because right now it's, oh, I gotta be first, I gotta be first, I gotta be first, mm-hmm. and it's like, you might not be what we need to go first, exactly. bro. Like, it's like, bro, you know it's like, like whatever, you know, you know, the people will decide what, you know, they want to go yeah, first, man. you know, and Let's that's the, a, we have a, you know, obviously like Iowans in general, like we've had a lot of like people come up, like, I mean, you look at Slipknot on the rock side of like, mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever the fuck they did, like they, they got people like going crazy. I mean, like, yo, that's I saw right. like their fair shows and stuff, but we don't have that on the hip hop side. And that's something that like, I just can't wait to see again. You don't know when it's going to be because it's again up to the people, but exactly. It's a, uh, it's interesting. I wanted to talk to you though about, um, kind of your opinion on the independent label versus, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the corporate, um, you know, side of things. Like, do you think now we're kind of heading into the the idea of we need to kind of be more independent versus signing with the label or like what's your opinion like if uh, a label presented something to you what would you kind of like feel of you know I'll say this don't let no one lie to you there's nothing wrong with signing to a label mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with signing to a label there's nothing wrong with signing <laughs> to a label they're gonna put you in a position that you as independently may never get into, not because you're not good, not because you don't have enough fan base, just because you are who you are. Mm-hmm. So never be afraid to sign to a label. Of course, be cautious and make sure you're reading everything and make sure you're, you are comfortable with whatever this is because once you sign it, like yeah. you're locked down. Yeah. Like there's not really much you can do. Um, I preferably would say go independent just because you have more control over what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The scenic route's funner too. Like you get to really like enjoy like the ups and downs of what you're doing and i feel like that's where people and labels kind of get fucked up at because mm-hmm. it's like they're 
looking for the ups. And, yeah. and when shit's down, it's like, damn, my label's supposed to cut. I'm like, no, that's on you yeah. as the artist. Like, yes, yeah, the label's responsibility to help you when you're down, but they're only here to fund and make money yeah. off whatever they're funding. <laughs> that's it. They're not here to make sure you're cool, yeah. be your friend. They're not going to call None you at, like, you know, whenever time you're down and shit. They like, don't <laughs> give a fuck about them. If you ain't bringing in no money, they're not fucking with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I seen that early on in my journey and mm-hmm. I feel like going the independent route for me was more efficient so I can make the music that I want to make move how I want to move make the money that I want to make outside of trying to divvy up my pie with somebody that's that's that yeah. don't fuck with me yeah, exactly. you know what I mean at the yeah. end of the day like you yeah. really don't even know me you know they what see mean? dollar signs they don't see like the yeah. true artists and I feel like that that's what hurts creative control with artists a lot too exactly you spoke on you know kind of looking into like the management side that's your next like i you know kind of going forward mm-hmm. um if you were to like you know start to sign artists and everything what are what are some things that you know you'd kind of like push would it be like you get like the creative control um you know those kind of things or what would kind of be the idea well i mean i feel like that that's more of a artist thing mm-hmm. i'm I feel like some artists don't need your hands to be in their creative process. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely understand how to make music, and whether I personally like the music or not, I understand it. Um, some people kind of need that. A, do that again. A, you should probably do this. A, that don't really sound that great mm-hmm. because they're not as they haven't found their sound yet. So I guess you had to lead that up to the artists themselves or my discretion because if I don't fuck with your shit like I'm yeah. definitely like give you some pointers like bro you should probably just do this you know and not to really change what you're making but maybe how you're making it mm-hmm. because like I'm a little older mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so some of the younger music I may not like like mm-hmm. but I understand the direction yeah. you know what I mean like I get it like it makes sense you know, like I see why people fuck mm-hmm. with this. With that being said, I'm a huge vert and thug. Yeah. You know what I mean? And future fans. So, yeah. like, I'm not totally like removed, but some of it is just, I know it's not for me. Mm-hmm. It, it's not meant to gauge me. Not a, not a big, like, 6ix9ine fan, are you? No, no, man. You know what I mean? You know, I respect what anybody got to do for themselves and what they got to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? They ain't got nothing to do with me, what they do. You yeah. Know? And I, I, I can remove. Like for famous people, I remove like artists from music. Yeah. But he don't really make good music. No. So it's like there's no reason for me to even you know. Yeah. But it's like the that. new age stuff where, and I'm sure that's gonna be you know maybe that's something like you'll learn along the way too, mm-hmm. and kind of is kind of the what you're into and what you have an eye for versus yeah. like you know maybe something that's popping at that time. Like say it's two right. years from now, something's popping in 2022, and you're like. You know, man, like this is this is dope. It's not my vision, but I see the vision. Like, exactly. you know, it's kind of like separating the two and putting it together. Um, that's something that's definitely, you know, I could see. Uh, going back into you, man, um, I wanted to kind of talk with you about, you know, what what kind of difficulties would you say like throughout kind of your journey as an artist, whether it was a performing, whether it was, um, you know, being in the studio. Uh, what were kind of some of the challenges that you had? Um. I guess some of the, I'll I'll just say this: as long as you are confident in what you're doing, never give up. Like stay consistent, stay down till you come up. I embody that message: stay down till you come up, because it's gonna get hard. There are things you're not gonna understand. You're gonna see people push past, push forward past you. It's gonna Mm -hmm. happen, and you and you you have to understand that it's just not 
your time yet, bro. Yeah. You gotta just keep doing what you're doing because if it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just it's hard to say it out loud, but you just kind of have to understand that the process is the process, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just not your time. And I think learning that is what's, I guess, uh, got me where I'm at now. It's just stay down until you come up, man. Because I've seen people take off and then next year don't even heard about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's just really about just stay down until you come up, man. That's no, all I can say. That's truth. And uh, I feel like it's, you know, a lot of people say it, but it is the truth, man. Like, you know, trusting the process. I feel Trust like patience, no matter what you're into, is mm-hmm. just so important because, um, yeah, like you said, a lot of people, you, you'll see people pass you, but you know it's it's kind of like the the old uh like the tortoise and the hare race you know what i mean like the hare's moving fast and everything yeah. but then the tortoise is taking these slow steps and ends up winning the race yeah, you know I, mean, I mean like it's you know that's what it's about i feel like people got to understand that and i a lot of people don't they don't especially in today's world where it's yeah. like moving forward social media everybody's seeing the you know people on stage doing dope shit and mm-hmm. like they're like oh i want to do that but it's in your face so much yeah like you can't even escape it yeah like it uh, <laughs> like back when I was low or going through what I was going through mm-hmm. social media wasn't kind of what it is now yeah. you know? so I can only imagine like if I'm like really not feeling what I'm doing r- right now yeah. and like I'm following people and they're going Dude. crazy right yeah. down the street from, yeah. from me bro I'm gonna feel some type of way but you have to understand that it's not nothing that like you can't be mad at them yeah. you know what I mean you just gotta be able to stay down till you come up keep doing what you're doing keep building keep investing and shit if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And, you know, you spoke on investing. Um, what are some, you know, ways that, you know, artists can kind of invest in themselves, would you say? Uh, I mean, I feel like you should got to just invest in just your overall. Most importantly, you got to invest in you. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and by you, I mean, like, mental health. Invest in you first. Get yourself together as a person. Because once you hit the internet, you don't never know what's gonna happen at that point. You gotta be right with yourself because mm-hmm. people have said crazy shit yeah. about me on the internet. Like yeah. I stutter and I rap, so you can only imagine mm. the type of shit that you hear just from that. You yeah. know, little jokes, he he's and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I'm cool who I am as a person. Like I'm comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. Like my skin is thick. Like you can't tell me nothing I don't know about myself. Yep. You know, and I feel like you. Have to embody that, yo, because this internet shit is wild. <laughs> the trolls out there are serious. Uh, there no are, matter how big you are, they're man, still out there. Like, there, it's crazy. <laughs> there are people that literally make burner accounts <laughs> just to talk shit. Yep. Like, it's crazy. You have to have thick skin. Like, you have to have it. Oh, that's truth. I remember, like, so I do YouTube also, and, like, there's mm. whenever I consistently upload, there's one person that will dislike it every oh. time I upload. I'm like, bro, if there's what the any fuck? video with no dislike, <laughs> I can't believe that these are actual right? views, sir. Because everybody gets a dislike. Bro, goddamn, every it single happens. time, right? It happens, like, bro. I'm, I'm happy, man. Like, I, when I see, I always tell people, and then, like, it's like again, like a cliche, but it's like, man, when you see people hating on you, you must be doing something right. Like, man, I embody the hate. <laughs> Bring me all the hate. Right? I know, I know, y'all looking. Right. Truth, I'm here man. for it. No, for real. I think it's uh, I think that's the main like thing people need to understand, man. Is like when if someone hates on you, if you see trolls out there, like I mean, they're just chilling on the couch, not doing shit. You know what I mean? Like they're they're just out here, you know, Twitter fingers. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of the business, man. Yeah. It's collateral damage. No, feel me? Fuck it. Oh, I'm saying. 
Um, I wanted to talk to you. You know, you mentioned the new music. Uh, you know, you're mm-hmm. kind of thinking about it. You've dropped a couple of singles throughout the 2019 and into 2020. Um, you know, first of all, Supersonic, man, that's like one of my favorite songs, bro. Like, I appreciate I, it, God, man. Yeah, when you when you drop that and then you got to perform it, yes, uh, it was crazy. Uh, you know, looking into kind of the future here, man. Like, are you thinking about dropping a new project, or what was kind of the idea for uh, you know with dropping some of these singles versus a new like EP or something? Um, dropping. Six- well, you get more bang for your buck mm-hmm. out of a single, you know, because we live in a social media mm-hmm. age. So you're only really going as far as your share or your like or your retweet yeah. outside of your fan base. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get the same amount of shares, whether it's a single or it's a project. Mm-hmm. It's just on a project, it's spread across 10 songs yeah. compared to a single where it's all one punch. Okay. Um, I also go the single route because um, I like to test, like what I can do. Mm-hmm. Like I is like VVS and Supersonic. Mm-hmm. It's a good example. They're totally different sounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they both work, and they both worked. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, when I go into a project, I know that this sound people are gonna fuck, and this sound people okay. are gonna fuck yeah. with. You know what I mean? So I'm able to put together a more cohesive project for. My fan base, yeah. you know, like I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care about people outside my fan base because I do. I want all the fans, but yeah. the people that have been holding me down, mm-hmm. I want them to know that I'm gonna make music that they're gonna enjoy. Rather, I'm at this level or I'm at the level where, uh, like a Drake or something. Yeah. It's always gonna be music they're gonna be able to appreciate. I'm not gonna be on no weird like pop shit. Yeah. <laughs> not. I don't want to say weird pop. Weird for me. Yeah. That'd be weird for me to do that. Yeah. Like, not weird pop shit because that's cool if that's your style and that's what you embody and that's your fan base that's cool but that's not my fan base Mm -hmm. so that'd be weird for me to do that no for real yeah i don't want to say it like (laughs) no you're good yes i think it's uh i mean i I have never really thought of it and looked at it that way i think it's very smart to like not only like obviously like it's new music so people Mm -hmm. are going to enjoy it but then also testing like okay i dropped supersonic you know that crowd's like oh i don't you know that's you know i fuck with that that's Mm -hmm. dope uh looking into there and then vbs you know they look at that um, I've never really thought of it that way. Like, I feel like projects, you know, I'm, I'm a big front to back, like, listen, I mean, you see the records, you know, things I, I'm a big album guy. So like yeah. when I, when I look at albums, I, I, but not a lot of people are like that in today's world. Mm-hmm. When you see, uh, I've always noticed too, like I, you know, Apple music, for instance, like you'll see the stars on like things. It's not stars all the way across. It's people oh, yeah. click it, you know, clicking the singles, you know? So right. I can see why people like kind of go that route versus, you know, some other, you know, doing uh, the projects and stuff. You know, it's definitely a little more efficient when you think <laughs> about it out loud. You know what I'm saying? Not to be giving y'all none of this free sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, can we expect a, another project on the way, though? Oh, for sure, man. I got a, uh, I got a few on the way. Um, at least three by the end of the year, for sure. But, you know, that's why I did VVS and Supersonic the way that I did. Mm-hmm. I, I really, because I, I, I didn't really drop really much before that i dropped mm-hmm. a single kind of after double dragon yeah. then i kind of like was i, I went on tour mm-hmm. and then i kind of didn't drop during the tour because it's hard to record when yeah. you're doing shows like that it's it's almost impossible unless you have that shit like yeah. with you you know what i'm saying so i had to take a little break mm-hmm. so um it was just cool to see that people are still fucking with me at the end gonna, of the day. Yeah, that's going to be a nice feeling, too. Oh, so when yeah. you take that break. Motherfuckers fall off, don't come back. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It happens all the time. Oh. So be able to drop VVS and see that do well. Because I was a little iffy on VVS. Yeah. Just, just because I love the song, personally. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite songs I've done 
till date. Yeah. But it's not really what people are trying to hear today. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if this does well, then I know <laughs> that I'm able to, you know, do what I want yeah. at this point, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, because if you can give them a VVS and a Super Sign, they both do good, then you kind of, you know. You... And it shows the appreciation for, like, your artistry. And that kind of goes back into, I feel like, you, as an artist, like, I mean, it's got to be important to, you know, produce your you know yourself we mentioned it earlier but like mm-hmm. to be true to yourself has got to be just uh, you know for sure important uh man it's the most important because people can hear it and they can feel it you know what i'm saying like you hear supersonic you see me it makes sense yeah. you hear vvs you see me it makes sense oh, you know that's and you've had the you know speaking of supersonic you go you got the future from space yeah there, man shout uh, out to space man shout out to space man uh you, you see a lot of these people you know in des moines and um I'm starting to see more collaborations, which I really like as well from mm-hmm. different. I feel like we're still in like a, a lot of groups in Des Moines, yeah. like it seems like. But I mean, that's just what it is. But um, where would you, uh, if you kind of had, you know, some accomplishments left that you would like to accomplish here in the city? I mean, what would you like to do? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've always wanted to like put together my own show, like at the fair. But, like, not the, like, weak stage in the back yeah. that no one gives a fuck about. Yeah. Like, like, the main stage where some of the dope local artists from here, I mean, I don't want to use the word local because we ain't local. We ain't We're local. not local. We're not local. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But it's like, you know, bring some of the artists that I fuck with that I feel like deserve the opportunity to be heard because at this point, I don't even think it's like, the shit's not good. It's just, we're not getting the ears that we deserve because people are just so, you know... If it's not someone that they already know, they're mm-hmm. not really trying to tap in, you know. And, and, and unless your presentation's good enough to get yeah. get them in, which is a battle sometimes. And some people have it figured out, and we see it every day. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like niggas got it figured out. Like your social media, how you portray yourself, yeah. you know what I mean? Like niggas got that shit figured out, and you you can see it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, you can see the direction that they're heading. You can oh see yeah. The vibe, you know. Oh yeah, and that you know it's just. I mean, I could see that, though, like a show put together. I See, I always thought, um, I've mentioned it to a couple people, but, like, I think it'd be dope one day, like, uh, a group of artists from the city doing a show at, like, Wells Fargo. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I, something like that, yeah, where like, the city will come. Yeah. Like, because if you put us on certain stages, it's hard for people to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no disrespect to the venues, because there's some great venues here. Shout yeah. out to Vileville, Woolies, Lefties. Valair, Seven Flags. Yeah. I think you changed the name to so New Horizon. Yeah, it's right? like New Horizon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it's some stages are kind of hard for, you know, for us. Rather, it's, you know, the price range of the ticket that's being sold mm-hmm. or it's just because people just aren't trying to support. But you put us in Wells Fargo, people going to come. Yeah. They're yeah. just going to be like, oh, that's, I don't know. You yeah. Know, I think it's possible, man. I think, you Maybe uh, we can hook up with some people and get it, you know, get Hell it going. Yeah, Probably not fun. right now because obviously uh, things are going down. But the Rona, yeah, the Rona is crazy, man. I, that shit's. What have you been doing? Uh, I mean, I know you mentioned playing video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like to talk about it that much, you know. Cause I, I try to get people escapes, but right. uh, what do you, you know, pro- professionally with music and then outside of man, how's this kind of affected you? Um, I mean, I'm more creative because it's like. When you are going through life, you know, like you go through life shit, it's kind of hard to sit back and like try to be creative, mm-hmm. you know. But like right now, we don't really have much to. I mean, it's crazy out here, but as long as you're in the crib, you don't really have a whole lot to worry about. Yeah. So, like, my mind, like, my mind capacity is more free. I'm able to create more. Mm-hmm. So, it has done that. 
on the flip side, not having an in-home studio mm -hmm. has made it a little bit tough, you know, to create, which I'm working on that now. Yeah. Get an in-home studio, let me tell you. Because look, I mean, look what's happening now. Right, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? I know artists that are like, damn, I can't go to the studio now, and then you have to go back to square one. And it's like, if you get just a simple, like, in-home, I'm, I'm sure it's going to help you out yeah, in the long run. It don't take much to put something on record. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, it, 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 and like, one thing I realized, it doesn't really got to sound super great. Like, you don't got to have an A, you know, like a yeah. super crazy mix. You yeah. know, it just got to sound good. Yeah. The song got to sound good. It got to hit where it's supposed to hit. And I got to be able to hear what you're saying. Yeah. If you give me that and it's fire, I'm going to fuck with it. So, yeah, that's that's really what the quarantines did for me. It mm -hmm. got me a little more creative. On the flip side, it's kind of slowed down my creativity as far as being able to deliver yeah. the music. No, I get you. I but think. I got enough shit done now to really, it don't really matter anyway. Yeah. You got shit in the catalog we haven't heard yet that um, we're ready I for. I mean, when's it coming out, man? We were going, I need the official date right here. I can't give a date <laughs> just because going through this has slowed down my recording. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But... It's sooner than later. I'm trying so hard not to release anything. Yeah. Like, it's been a battle. Like, it's hard not to release shit that you know is fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. It's got to be tough to be like, man, I, if I put this, I know it's going to blow up. Man, everything. look, the shit I got about to drop, bro, this shit's going to go crazy. I'll play it after yeah. we get off air. Right. But I'm really trying to keep it under wraps yeah. as much as I possibly can, you know. But I'll play something. All right, but yeah, for sure. Man, well, you know, wrapping things up again, man, I want to thank you for coming on. I definitely appreciate it. Um, if you could leave, you know, a couple words of advice for the people, man, what would it be? Stay down till you come up. That's all my advice for you. Stay down till you come up. Never give up, man. There's going to be haters. There's going to be doubters. There's going to be supporters. There's going to be fans. There's going to be all that. And whatever you do, whether it's music, clothing, a storefront, whatever it is, man, just stay down till you come up. Because eventually, if you're doing it right, people are going to fuck with it. Oh, that's true, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. Uh, where can they follow you at, man? What's pro you know, we know projects coming soon, but where can they follow you at? Look, man, you can follow me on all things social media at Giuliano Doc S H M G. Giuliano Doc S H M G. And that's everything. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Rick Rock, all that shit. Follow me. I'm there. Right. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, for sure. All right, you guys, that's gonna do it for this episode. I want to thank Giuliano for coming on. I definitely appreciate it. A couple big takeaways I have from this episode was one. Uh, you know, just the patience and perseverance that, you know, Julian was talking about. He's been in the game a long time. And um, I mean, to anybody that's starting out, definitely, you know, the takeaway is, you know, you got to be patient, man. A lot of times, you know, people see things like we were talking about on Instagram and, um, you know, other things. And they're like, man, I want to get there. But you got to put in the work. Uh, and also, sometimes you're going to see people succeed, you know, a little bit further than you. But that's OK, because as long as you keep your head down. And you know, just keep grinding, man. You're gonna you're gonna be able to accomplish whatever you're gonna you know want to accomplish. It's just the opportunities uh, you know will come if you just keep on working. I've always been big on that. Um, and just man, just such a gifted artist, man. Giuliano's you know one of my favorites here in the city. Just uh, all around genuine person. I definitely appreciate him for coming on. And yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, don't forget, you guys can listen to the Rising End podcast on any available major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, and of course the Anchor app. I do want to thank Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at RAV Phoenix, and then you can follow anything Rising End media related at Rise Again Create, and that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, definitely go peep the the YouTube channel as well. That's at Rise Again. Um, got a music content on there, vintage, uh, you know, 
just a bunch of stuff on there, um, you know, for media wise on the content on the YouTube channel. So go check it out. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.